abandoned ship. <laughs> yeah. Import mission GTFO. How am I supposed right. to play and podcast at the same time? <laughs> yeah, right. I'll Ragnarok. have to tell you all the news, Sam. What's been going on today in Destiny? EMZ Kingsley. Yes. Something about uh, matchmaking and a six-person activity and yeah, being I'll, the only I'll person give you there. The TLDR. Just start us. All right. You ready, Huxler? I'm ready. Okay. Servers are offline in three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to episode 189 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where we talk destiny, interview guests, and talk about our love of the game. This evening, we have the trio in action, Sin Media, Des Raven, Kingsley Mac, and we have a special guest. Don't know why we haven't had him on yet. I'm very sad about that, but I'm super excited to have him tonight. Mr. Hawk Slayer, how you doing? Greetings, everybody. Happy to be here. Yes, I'm happy also. Uh, you know, we go through phases where it's um, tiring uh, scheduling guests on my side. I love talking to guests. And then uh, we go through uh, phases where we have guests. And we are in that phase right now of a couple more lined up. But seriously, I am excited to have you because I remember hearing you on other podcasts and it seemed like a good time. Only a couple more. Uh, I'm just making my way around. <laughs> making your way around the podcast circuit well you know <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that if you're a person in the community and we want to talk to you so person oh yeah okay well we have we have some uh some stuff we need to get out of the way first uh first um this is the most lively i've heard sin in the last couple weeks are you feeling any better sir yes Good. <laughs> Considering uh, I had COVID last week and then still de dealing with congestion this week, but for the most part, I'm oh. doing okay. I mean, just the last few weeks, every time it, it's like you're like, uh, you know, like barely sound alive. So, you know, you're sounding know. better tonight. Yeah. I was taking a nap earlier before the podcast. I had an alarm set for nine o'clock my time. And uh, when I texted you, when I said uh, on the way, I literally had the alarm just go off. I was like, yep, time to get up and go down. <laughs> and I didn't even know what you meant by on the way, because a lot of times in the past you were working. I forget you generally have Thursdays off now or whatever. Correct. Okay. And uh, end of month was last night, so I didn't have to worry about that BS tonight. Well, glad to have you here. And, and the server uh, offline is stuck here for like... Do I have to like force close this to get out of it? <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Des, I'm glad you didn't get uh, COVID from Sin because if he had a way to do it over the interwebs, I'm sure he could have. <laughs> right, he could have just mailed a package. 
I did threaten that. somebody that I would cough in an envelope and mail it to their house. Yeah, what's that stuff? Uh, anthrax. Anthrax. Okay, you know what I was. <laughs> I was going to say arsenic, but that works too. <laughs> the, old, the old anthrax scares. Oh my god! I know. When and when was that? Like nineties? Uh, yeah, nineties. Pretty okay. much. <laughs> okay. You sure? Because I even remember that, and I was I was ninety five. Oh, well, well I guess maybe it spilled over into early 2000s, yeah, yeah. but it was definitely like <laughs> mid to late 90s. 90s, yeah. I've been having a fun, a fun time um, doing Remember Berries and looking at generational stuff again and uh, stuff when I was young, uh, you know, late 90s was my, uh, my era. I mean, mid to late 90s. And um, Des, do you remember, because this... Again, all this stuff is just the label. It doesn't really matter. But this is like a lost memory. Uh, and until I saw someone on TikTok say this, do you remember that um, there was going to be, and maybe other people remember this too, after Gen X, there was going to be a Gen Y? Um, I don't know. Sin may be a little young for that. No worries. If not, I was just... <laughs> I... I don't, it's not something I really recall being a thing. I like, for some reason, most of my memories, even of like Gen X, was just like the heavy, heavy, heavy advertisement for like, you know, Gen X like products or whatever back in like, uh, again, like mid to late 90s or so. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. I think it was supposed to be a thing. I remember hearing this in high school, like, you guys are going to be Gen Y, all right? Like my specific age, because um, I'm a really, really young Gen X, almost millennial, <clears throat> by a couple years. Anyways. Yeah, and then Gen Y went away, and then all of a sudden Gen X became this longer period from 65 to 80, and then it just turned to millennial 80 and later. And then I was mm -hmm. like, wait, what, what happened to Gen Y? Because there was going to be Gen X, and there was going to be Gen Y kind of like that. I thought it was supposed to be like 75 to 85 or something, but then Gen Y never happened. <laughs> I think, I think, cause I remember reading up on like the actual like generation definition of like, you know, the difference between Gen X and Gen or, and millennials. Mm -hmm. And I think it was, it probably had something to do with like the, you know, the technology boom that happened Yeah, like during the nineties and early two thousands. Um, because it just, I mean, to be fair, like, that era, like that entire time, like, I mean, culture and just things, like, it definitely created like a huge divide culturally because of that, which I think is why you have also like a, this like in between definition also between Gen X and millennials, to where even though technically I'm a millennial, I can. I still have like features of this like in between generation as well, just because of like yeah cultural things. I think you're right. The name changed because of all the technology and the turn of the century. And that sounds funny saying it that way. And then, um, I, but the yeah, and drafty said Gen Y's with millennials, but yeah, it was more than that. Gen Gen Y or millennials or whatever the name they were giving it back then was supposed to go like into the seventies. Also, people born in late seventies and. But then they pushed Gen X back. I remember not really feeling like I associated with Gen X. Like they were the people all older than me, like Gator yeah. and, you know, stuff like that. So, <laughs> well, so. okay. 
Yeah. Also, another thing, it, it kind of goes along with how particular uh, portions of the generation was raised by previous. Like, for me, That's true too. I, I, I was mainly taught and nurtured by, uh, by like, baby boomers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I learned a lot from that generation, and from that, I, I, I kind of learned from their mistakes, or tried to. So <laughs> You didn't. You didn't. No, I didn't. Um, no, it's because, uh, I, again, that that's another like thing for me, because my mom had me, like, late in her life. So, well, I'm not, you know, super late, but, I mean, because I think she was born in 55. So yeah, so the like I said, there was definitely like I think that's why I definitely identify more with the the later Gen Xers than like a lot of millennials. Yeah, yeah. Huxley, what, what do you associate with, or if you want to tell us your age, no worries either okay. way. Okay. Well, I was born ninety five, so I'm twenty seven right now. Right uh, you baby. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, trust me. I I work in construction, and right now, essentially, I'm training to be a crane operator. So, I'm surrounded by old people. <laughs> yeah. I I can't say that at the job site because my crane operator right now is my dad-in-law. <laughs> oh, so, man. just tell him to get off your lawn. <laughs> oh, hey, you, okay, you boomer, can, damn. <laughs> You can well actually he's like he's like forty eight or something. That's not uh, a boomer. I, that's yeah. No 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 he's he's not a boomer. Yeah. But, oh I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> but but the funny thing is, right now I'm I'm like living with the dude. I I'm going to work with the dude and I, I don't go anywhere after work. I just go home or I go out to eat and also that's with him. So uh, I'm I'm literally living with my dad-in-law for the next six months, and I'm only going to get to see my wife a couple times. Yeah, you were saying that before the show, living on the road. Yep. However, this is the second time I've done this. Uh, the first time I did this with him, uh, I was dating my wife at the time. So Im- imagine staying in a hotel with your girlfriend's dad. No, thanks. <laughs> no, I would not Boy, wish that upon time. anybody. <laughs> you had a fantastic time. <laughs> oh man, I, I, I can't imagine why that would be awkward at all. <laughs> man, well, well, that I will say this: it was freaking hilarious. Uh, my wife had her phone on speakerphone one day when her, she was talking to him. He thought I wasn't listening, and he was complaining to her about. Every morning while he's getting ready, like 15, 20 minutes before I wake up, I let out this god-awful melodious fart every single morning at the exact same time. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be regular. (laughs) Oh, it was was almost like on a schedule. (laughs) It's impressive, more than anything. I don't know how, but apparently I've done that my entire life. (laughs) (laughs) All right, then. 
Oh man. So while we're at it, let's get to know you a little bit more in case, you know, those of us, those listening to this show don't know you yet from other podcasts. What do you call home when you're quote home? Where'd you grow up? Uh, Stuff like that. Oh, oh, that's a long story right there. But, uh, make it currently. (laughs) Okay. Currently right now I live in Southwest or like the Southwestern corner of Kentucky. Uh, mm, that makes sense. Uh, I was I was raised in Southwest Arkansas. Uh, my hometown is a small town called Nashville, Arkansas, and yes, there is a Nashville, Arkansas. And to those of you who know geography, right next to Nashville, Arkansas, there's a Murfreesboro, Arkansas, as well. I'm confused. <laughs> yes, which uh, also, if you get a chance to go Google in that Maps. area. Uh, what Arkansas again? Uh, Nashville, Arkansas, and then Murfreesboro. Is that what you're? Is that what you're saying? Murfreesboro. <laughs> okay, Murfreesboro. <laughs> <laughs> the emphasis there is that uh, close to the Diamond Mine, the Diamond uh, Field, I guess. Yes, I, I've been there a couple times. Never found anything, but the only people that ever find anything are visitors. Locals rarely ever find anything. Well, that's lame. <laughs> it, it is. It it ticks me off. I've gone like four or five times, and my aunt that that lives up in Alaska, every time she comes down, she finds the diamond. She doesn't even go digging for it. She just walks around and spots it. Oh, hey, what's this? Oh, cool, it's a diamond. I'm like, what? <laughs> Crap. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but in between... Uh, where I grew up in Arkansas and Kentucky, uh, starting at about 2017, I started traveling. I, I went up to Boise, Idaho. Uh, Ooh, I've my, been there a lot. My best friend up there, he, well, I, I was in kind of a frustrated living uh, situation. I was staying with my cousin at the time, and I was not enjoying it. So, uh, so he basically said, hey, uh, Come up here to Boise, Idaho. You can come stay with me for like a month or two till you get on your feet, and uh, and after that, just go do your own thing. So I went up to Boise, Idaho, did construction work, networked around, uh, ended up becoming a wildland firefighter. Uh, that lasted for several months. That that was a really amazing experience. Uh. If you've ever seen a hundred foot tall wall of flames stretching over a mile long, it's life changing. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but uh, but after that, uh, I went back to Arkansas, and then I, uh, I started talking to my wife. Well, I started talking to my girl, or my girlfriend at the time. She. She she lived in Alabama, and I actually met her whenever I was on a summer vacation, like years and years ago. We we went several years without talking, for obvious reasons. I don't that that is that's a long story in itself, and I don't think you guys have time for a notebook level love story here. <laughs> we'll we'll and, get you back on to tell us that okay. next time. <laughs> okay, but uh, after she and I started dating. Uh, her dad calls me. Now, keep in mind, at the time, I'm working at a 
Husqvarna plastics factory making five, $600 a week. And he's like, Hey, uh, how about you come up here and work on the pipeline with me in Tennessee? You'll make more money than you've ever seen. All right. <laughs> so, so within a few weeks time, I went from making $500 a week to making two grand a week. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I did that for about a year. And then after that, I started uh, traveling around to uh, to different shipyards. And I I eventually found my way up to a shipyard in Kentucky, which uh, my dad-in-law married a, a woman in Kentucky. That's where he lives now. So my wife and I went up there because we were living in Florida at the time, but we decided that if we're going to try to have a family, then we need, we're going to need a support group. We need help if we're going to have kids, not going to lie. So at, after that, yeah, basically the rest is history at that point. Oh man. Yeah. And, and you're living in a hotel for six months. Yep. <laughs> Which not going to lie. It's not a bad setup right now. Uh, well, how do you? What's your gaming setup like, if any? Well, my gaming setup right now it, it's it's just my Xbox. Uh, I have an Ethernet cable running uh, running to the uh, hotel, and I have an HDMI cable connecting my TV or connecting the TV to my Xbox. Yeah, that works. Like, so. Do they provide good internet? You can get Ethernet, or do you have to uh, Wi-Fi it somehow? Or okay, it depends on the hotel. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't, and yeah, uh, yeah. sometimes they have the cord there, but it's not on service, and you got to pay extra for it. Yeah. But sometimes it's just you plug in, you go. So it's kind of just like uh, a situational thing. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. Other times you got to go with Wi-Fi. Or if that's crappy enough, then you got to go with your phone hotspot. <laughs> nice. Which <laughs> I can be I have... very iffy. <laughs> Actually, I've I've had some pretty good. Uh, uh, I've had some very good gaming sessions streaming from my phone hotspot with my Xbox. That's awesome. I know uh, it can be better. Do you have all like the latest 5G and stuff on your phone? <laughs> Dude, my phone's still running 4G right now. Wow, that's really <laughs> good then if you're having good gaming sessions. <laughs> Dude, I, I haven't updated my phone since 2019. Um, oh, no sweat. Yeah. I, I'm just impressed. I'm impressed. It's I, working. I, I'm so far behind. Like, Actually, my dad-in-law, he he kept sending me text messages, and I would get it like an hour later. He's like, "You need to you need to ditch that piece of crap Samsung and go get you a freaking iPhone already." Well, I <laughs> we're not here to debate that <laughs> holy war, yeah. but uh, but uh, well, yeah, it, it's funny. <laughs> Everybody on my wife's side of the family, they're all iPhone. Every single freaking one of them and everybody on my uh, on my side of the family they're all android 
Boo. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who said boo? Me. I guess Sen's here to debate it. Yes. I mean, oh. anyone who knows me knows what I like. I, I actually do IT on a specific side, but I've learned to appreciate everything in life, and there's no point arguing with people. <laughs> you know? That's, I mean, that's well, all good. That's all good and everything, but uh, this is this is a Samsung household, so uh, yep. <laughs> it, it's funny how there are literally like either you're one household or you're another. And right. It's that is it's funny. very rarely mixed, and it's hilarious. But now, very yeah, true. just over yeah. just over the years, I've found that Samsung have they have good products for their pricing. Should I say? Yeah. Yep. Well. That and I was iPhone there for a good many years, but uh, actually around the time that the iPhone 4S came out, uh, now granted, I was in high school at the time, and I was actually fixing phones, like whenever people would crack a screen or they'd need a new battery or replace antennas, charging ports, whatever. I'd order the parts in online and I'd invite them over to my house and I'd I'd go and fix their phones and stuff for them. And that that's how I made my gas money. Nice. Yeah, and we talked a little bit before the show too. You've you've you know, even though you're in the the physical field out and about, you've definitely had some interest in um computer stuff, cybersecurity, stuff like that. So it sounds like you're very well rounded in all sorts of stuff. Uh, I'm kind of a jack-of-all-trades, but a master of none. Uh, <laughs> you'd be surprised at, at the things that I've done and, and the things I can do. Like, I, one of the, I, like I one of the things I, that I... impressive sounding, so I'm, I guess I wouldn't be too surprised. I'm just talking you up, man. <laughs> well, one of the things I mentioned on the Guardian Down podcast I was on a couple weeks ago was that a month ago? I don't remember. Anyways, uh, <laughs> they asked me, uh, what's, what's something that the community doesn't know about you? So I, I flipped it back on them and I said, hey, let's play a game. I, I kind of went saw on them for a minute. And I was like, let's play two truths and a lie. And one of the things I told them was uh, I flew a plane at the age of 13. And, hmm. As as if that wasn't like unbelievable enough as it was. And then I went on to list my other two things. I, I ran a tugboat to push uh, X amount of barges. Uh, I had open heart surgery in 2010. I mean, I can't remember who got it right. I, I want to say that Gator got it right. And, and uh, and Hazel got it wrong, but I'm I may have it flip flopped. I don't remember. I haven't listened back to that episode in a while. <laughs> I I do kind of remember hearing that, and that was that was fun. Things like things uh, like that are always fun. Although I'm not good on the spot sometimes, but it's it is fun hearing those type of games. I love. Oh yeah, well I I, I contemplated very heavily over that, and I did not go with anything I had planned on that. <laughs> <laughs> But I think one thing that's excellent, and you would have this ability, is the ability to pivot and, and change, um, especially while you're still young enough to do that. If you're seeing some new field you want to go into, and if you can hit it hard, uh, why not? Because it's 
nice to be able to do that at a younger age and pivot around and find what works. Um, you know, some people would be like, well, you should stay where you're at and just rank up. You really got to, you got to do the pluses and minuses, but I guess the point I'm trying to make is you have the ability to learn a lot of things quickly where some people may find that harder or not as interesting. That, and also I've, I've come to the realization that if you're struggling with something, it, there is no shame in saying, Hey, I'm not any good at this. I'm going to go try to find something else that'll fit me better. So, so like, uh, actually for the last three months, I I was in the carpenters union and I, I was being ran ragged every single day. I was throwing scaffolding. I was climbing four or five, six story, uh, uh, cooling towers being in super sketchy situations and I'm like my body's going to give out in like 10 or 15 years I'm not even going to make it to retirement at this rate so at, at that point I got an opportunity to come out here uh, what I'm doing, I'm doing rigging which essentially I connect loads up to a crane and I, I communicate with the crane operator and, tells them, and tell them where to go but also I'm I'm learning the crane from the ground up because there's there's a lot of physics and a lot of details that go into running a massive piece of equipment such as that. So with that right there, you you really have to start off small and work your way up. So for me, I I'm really latching onto this and uh I'm trying to work up my way to go take the CCO, which is uh, the Certified Crane Operator License, which I've already taken it once. I passed the written just fine, but my test anxiety made me flip out during the practical test, and it I just barely failed. Just barely. But yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to try again, but also those tests are expensive, and I I um, paid like <clears throat> just to take the test. I want to say, or I want to say it's either like fifteen hundred or two grand just to take the test, and, and and there's no guarantee whether you'll pass or fail. It's all up to you. Yeah. So they. It's all preparation, practice, practice. And oh, one thing I heard recently, and it really stuck with me, or actually, no, I heard this last year, but practice does not make perfect. Practice makes better. Practice makes improvement. But practice does not make perfect. Well, yeah, I mean, can you even ever really get perfect technically? No. But practice, no. practice gets you so that Essentially, you can almost be perfect, but then also knowing when there are small issues, how to work around it. Right. Which, well, that right there, with us all being uh, D1, D2 veterans, makes uh, make this game... Uh, we like to play it at its fullest extent. Needless, let's put it that way. <laughs> yep. Well, so I say that sometimes the game plays us. <laughs> today, 
no one's playing the game. <laughs> no, <laughs> right, right now. On that point, really quick, uh, recording to—I mean, today, because this is interesting news. I, I saw earlier that Destiny or Bungie said that there was going to be some scheduled maintenance, and they have those fairly often sometimes. But they usually mean background maintenance. The game's not going to be down or anything like that. And what's interesting is they first had this planned for Tuesday, and then they said it's not going to happen, and they pushed it to today, I believe. So then that happens, whatever. And then people start complaining about weird things happening in the game, like not being able to pick up bounties, but being in the game fine and all sorts of weirdness. And then they posted something else saying, we're aware of issues. Oh, yeah, like matchmaking, like not finding anyone at all, even in strikes or regular crucible, like not being able to matchmake on even the most basic things. And one person said, is like, Destiny, just no one online today? I'm like, well, it can't be that bad, even though we're a little bit down right now. Uh, so they said, yeah, there's an issue there. And then it starts getting worse and worse. And eventually they said, we're going to bring the game offline for emergency maintenance. And then we're going to keep the game offline longer. <laughs> and then we're turning off all third-party API access. And right now, I believe we are still down, unless someone can confirm otherwise. Still down. All right. Sorry, Sin. No live updates from Sin. Yeah, I'm a little disappointed. Can't jump in and do my normal stuff during podcasting. Well, yep, I I can't get into the uh, the the mobile app. So, but, so yeah, it seems like everything's still down at the moment. Yeah, which, nice. which is a which is totally fine. I mean, why is well, okay, I, this is sound weird, but like, why is everyone so excited about today playing? I almost felt like of all the times in the past where the game's been down today, more people were like super disappointed, but like, there's nothing really going on right now in the game, anyways. <laughs> well, here's something else that could be going on. Uh, could be all those procrastinators that yeah. just waited till the last minute and all those people that bounty hoard uh, try to get all their stuff. <laughs> well, what do you care so much about in the game tonight, Sin? No, I'm just curious. Where, did you have anything planned or you just want to... The only to thing that I have and... planned this week is the last Master Raid Challenge. That's the only thing tonight. that I need to... Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing that I have that I need to do. So nothing tonight. Just mess around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mess around, find out that whole yeah. well, index. You found thing. out all right. There's no messing <laughs> around tonight. Apparently. <laughs> uh, that's okay though. Um, Huxlayer, what do you like to do in the game of Destiny when you play it, and what keeps you enjoying the game? Well, overall, it's the complexity that that keeps me going. Uh, for me, I, I do everything. It really just depends on what I'm feeling sometimes. And also it depends on if I have a party, if I have people inviting me to go play. Typically, if I hop on and I get immediate invites saying, Hey, can you come over and help, help me with this? Yeah, sure. But like, it could be a nightfall. It could be getting crucible stuff done heaven forbid trials of osiris oh bad memories anyways mm. uh <laughs> or uh or like uh, a couple weeks ago 
I, I hopped on and I wasn't even logged into the game for five seconds. And I got like five invites from our friends saying, Hey, we need one more person for a vault of glass raid. We're, we're at the, the second and I'll get past and we need, we need everybody. We need somebody that knows what's going on. Please help us. <laughs> and needless to say, I was not in the mindset for a raid that night, <laughs> but, but regardless, I still helped them. Uh, Lately, for me, I've actually been playing a lot of Crucible. Uh, I, I've, I've finally kind of started gotten into cra- or getting into crafting. Uh, uh, I've kind of I hadn't been against it, but I've been lucky enough to get favorable rolls on weapons, so I haven't really had a major push to go to go craft stuff. Yeah, I still have, and that may not be a bad thing, right? Because I still right. have mixed feelings about this all the time. Uh, earlier on, I was thinking, and I generally enjoyed it, but I was thinking like, well, this gives me something else to do in the game, something to strive for, something to grind for that at least I know I have a little bit more interesting and awesome goal at the end rather than just grinding for triumph score or something like that. So I'm like getting an awesome weapon, right? But Usually by the time, it's like I might have gotten a random RNG drop of it anyways. That's almost the exact role that I want for PvE. And yes, the enhanced right. perks are nice, which some spoiler news about that. It seems like they're going to make a lot of them not as nice, if I read that correctly, in the TWAB today. But uh, well, we can talk about that. But um, uh, and, and then now, thinking back at the end of the season, I'm like, do I really want to keep doing this? The grind of crafting weapons because they're always adding new good stuff all the time and it's just really getting tiring i have really good weapons do i care about the new one that's 10 percent different <laughs> you know right i mean for me right now i i kind of have my my baby which is a i have an an Amit ar or ar-15 uh, I've recently crafted that, and I'm loving that gun. Uh, I I haven't gotten it leveled up all the way. I'm working my way up. Also, I decided to be bougie and put a uh, put a trials memento on there. Yeah, Just, rock that. That's fine. Yeah, but but my favorite weapon overall. Keep in mind. I'm also a diehard hunter. Uh, I have I have the Enigma Glaive, but that thing's at like level 70, 75 or something like that. And I tossed a, uh, a, a Gambit Memento on there as well. Yeah, Which, Scoot mentioned... Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, go real ahead. Quick, uh, Scoot mentions in the chat, my mixed feelings involve believing that not everything should be craftable to everything needs to be craftable. Damn it! After dropping 240 spoils on bad heritages. <laughs> <laughs> well, how I see it is, you need to have the option to craft it, or you, I, I would like to have the option to craft almost every weapon in the game. Not every weapon, but a good portion of it 
that way, if you're struggling to get the rolls that you want, you can at least uh, get the red borders, either dismantle them, uh, do out, uh, do out the uh, the quest for them, and and craft it yourself and level it up. So it it's really if you don't care about luck or if and you want to level it up yourself, or if you want to play the game and hope you get lucky. It, it's two sides of the same coin here. Yeah. I don't know. And my thing is even just... I don't really have too much of an opinion on how many things are craftable I, other than maybe, well, too much. Like I, I, My list is like, I stole a lot of the Kingsfall raid weapons. I still haven't leveled up my Callus Mini tool to where I want. Um, it's getting a little overwhelming and boring. Uh, both those things together of thinking about all the things, you know. I have not... I've only gotten one red border for my Drain Baroque, and I've only gotten one red border for my Callus Money Tool, and I'm yet to get anything else to drop for them. Yeah. So, okay. I, I, And also, I wasn't really active during that season as I should have been, but... I had a lot going on during then, but I got lucky. I got good. I got great rolls for both of them. And the thing is, I make it work. Yeah. Like, still to this day, that that drain baroque is kind of like a PvP staple for me. Yeah. Now, Are you gonna say something, Des? No, I agree. Oh, perfect. Yeah. But now, well, don't yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm not great at PvP. I can I can hold my own, and I I may have uh, I have moments where I fluctuate up and down. Sometimes I will have an entirely explosive round, have like a 3.5 KD, get like 30 kills or something like that, or I'll have just a total ass round and have two kills and have a 0.1 KD. It's really, it's a, yeah, it's a dice roll, yeah. and and it depends on how much I've had to drink at the time. <laughs> right. I, I can get that. Um, I think Kato, back when we played, uh, uh, can be a witness to just the, the extremes I can be. Like especially going off into trials, like I can make these super impressive plays where it looks like I'm amazing. And then the very next round, I take one wrong step and I get my head blown off. And it's like, yep, um, all right, cool. I'm on the sidelines for the rest of this round. <laughs> uh, actually, this weekend, uh, I did some freelance trials and I did that exact same thing. <laughs> One round, I was the last guardian standard. I pulled a super clutch move. I revived one of my teammates, and I completely destroyed the other team single-handedly. Uh, next mat or next round, I got cocky, walked into an open lane. Next thing <laughs> I know, I'm looking up at the sky. Right. Mm, good times. <laughs> hey, have you but, played this season enough to have an opinion on how you like this season? Yeah, yeah. With the story I've, I've and the it. activities. 
Yeah, I, I've completed the story. Yeah, and the uh, catch crash and expedition and the and don't forget the uh, solo little faux lost sector things at the end. Uh, how would you uh, rate this season? Um, not like you have to compare it to all other seasons, but you know, what did you like or not like about it? Overall, I'd have to give it a, a solid point eight. Yes, it, it's had its issues here and there, but granted, every season does. It's not perfect. Uh, it was very enjoyable. I I like the catch crashes. Uh, I, I was never able to group up with enough people, and I, I never really went out and asked anybody. So this isn't on anybody. It's on me. I, I never asked anybody to do like the master catch, catch crashes or anything. Oh, let's let's try to get that going if we can in the next week. Those are fun. The master they, ones are not too hard. They are fun, but the problem is it, it's hard for me to have time right now. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah, d- just because I'm working 12-hour shifts and potentially working 14-hour shifts. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> Very like, busy. Like, uh, I'm starting work at dark, and then I'm watching the sun come up and go down, and I'm still working. So, fair, fair, yeah. but uh, I try to get on whenever I can. And oh, wait, I got Sundays off. What am I talking about? <laughs> Even if you can get like three of us together or something, Master Catch Crash is a perfect ac- activity to LFG the rest. We, we just do no mic with them to fill them in. And uh, there's always someone willing to jump in, and it's fun to just oh, we- go through it. We- yeah, well, I know that we can get it together, no problem. I mean, just between uh, Guardian Hub, Guardian Down, Two Titans and a Hunter, uh, Potato Thumbs, all of them together, like, they, I, I know that we can get at least six people together. It wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. See, there's been, and I do think there's other issues with Destiny right now, but if you just take the story and the activities... I actually rate this one pretty high in my book. And I freaking love Catch Crash. Now, I was pretty bored of Expedition, but I freaking love Catch Crash. I think it was one of the better six-player activities out there. And uh, I don't know. I'm going to be... Well, I was going to say not sad to see it go because it's not going, but you know there won't be as much people hopping in and even you know once the new the new thing starts. Well, well you say that, like, Heck, I've never had an issue going into Dares of Eternity, and that's been there for a hot minute. Yeah, I feel that's a little different, though. But what about, like, the other... <laughs> do people hop in, like, the last season's activity much? Dares is kind of like an outlier. That's I don't know. We think of that as, like, a mini-expansion. Okay. And there's good... Okay. Everyone's hopping that... in Dares again because the weapons are good again. Oh, yeah. You see, I, I'm also torn on that. I, I have some... Uh, I have s- some excellent BXR uh, roles, and like I, I don't see as much of a push to go get or to go craft it. But at the same time, I, I, I want that enhancing incandescent. That that's what I want right there. Mm-hmm. And it. <laughs> Imagine if that ever came out within a deft battler. <laughs> yeah. I just want more of those like 
definitely more like the the legacy frames, like that thing. Okay, it's amazing how it's amazing how different it feels. Like I don't know, it's yeah, you know, same company, same feels, just I guess different. I guess the, the mentalities between you know old Halo and current Destiny. It's it's, it's a nice uh, change base. Right. I would definitely like to see more uh, legacy frames and such that have that kind of feel. But also, to be fair, that might never happen. So, you know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, there's so many. Yeah, it definitely could happen. I mean, there's, I know, a slightly different point, but still the fact that Destiny's doing so many more collabs all the time means they certainly could go back to the Halo stuff again or whatever. But I mean, um, you... we just saw today they're doing a collab with uh, Assassin's Creed armor and uh, uh-huh. the destiny armor in Assassin's Creed <laughs> looks just like Shaq's. <laughs> so um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I love Assassin's Creed and uh, I'll consider doing the warlock Assassin's Creed armor and destiny when it comes out. Okay. Well, speaking of collabs, I mean, dude, okay. Does anybody here play Fortnite? No. Negative. Okay. I okay, the the only reason why I play it is because uh my wife and my brother in law play it. And my wife only has a switch. I'm wanting to get her uh, a full on console, but we only have one TV in our house. I, I'm about to get another one for her. But also she doesn't know any of this yet, and I'm happy she doesn't listen to these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> So I can get away with saying stuff like this. But but yeah, I'm trying to get her more into stuff like that. But it's hilarious because even on Fortnite, all I run is Destiny 2 skins. I like I I bought the full package and everything and I god, I re- I really really wish that they would have uh made a Cade skin. That that's just that's just me personally, but He's kind of dead. Well, I did get, because it was Bright Dust last week or this week, but finally for the um, the Warlock, the, um, I don't know what it's called, but the Cat Head. You know what I mean? Mm. The, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like it enough. I didn't want to pay money for it, but I like it enough that it was worth dropping the Bright Dust on. See, I I like the war, the Warlock Fortnite armor like that. That stuff just looked awesome. The Hunter was kind of... It was alright, but... I, I like the Warlock armor the best. Yep. But... Also, yeah, so. if you guys... If you guys ever saw my Guardian, I... I still run the... Uh, the In Memory Arcade cloak. Um. I, I, I never take that off. That that is a staple to my character. I don't care what armor set I'm wearing, unless if it's Iron Banner. That's the only time I'll ever take it off. Mm. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> my wife jokes, but I think she's somewhat serious too. But she says like she stopped liking Destiny when they killed Kate. <laughs> Oh, so at the start of Destiny 2. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> um, 
I mean, kind of. <laughs> she raided some, and then, uh, but you know, anyways. Oh man, and yeah, the game's still down right now. Yeah, I just <laughs> I keep. I keep trying to hop over to look at things. <laughs> I can't look it up in dim either because because uh, nope. of that. That's down too. It's all yeah. down. Yeah, all downhill from here. All downhill from here. I mean, they did post a tweet about Zivu Arath hinting something going on with the upcoming season. Let's see what this tweet says. Did you... It literally, yeah, it's literally just... Much, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, be prepared for Zivu Arath coming, and it's like, oh boy. Yeah. Please don't do that to Zivu Arath. Now, can uh, Sin, can you make me some tea that has pieces of the darkness in it from Nezarek? Whoa. <laughs> why you why did it, I I thought you were gonna be like get in the kitchen and make me something? Like what? What are we what are we doing right now? Yeah, make now? me a sandwich and make me some darkness oh. tea, Sin. Uh no. Uh, I did see that uh video, that cutscene of some tea and then some adult no. uh, adult interacting. Now what? it wasn't porn. I know, right? You, you can say it's in they kissed. Um, Is that your version of porn? Yeah. You just watch kissing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, yes, Dude, but what like, was implied? And then he giggles like, and sins like lots, he, he, they're kissing. Lots of soaking, apparently. <laughs> Sorry, but no, I, uh, so I thought people were kidding. Because I saw the comments first of, oh yeah, darkness tea, and like all the tea comments, right? Then watch the video. Why do they literally put it in a teacup? <laughs> yep. Like, what the crap? I, I just thought it was like random, you know, people's like minds going to weird things. No, they literally put it in a teacup. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the crap? And that's not even like oh a little out there. <laughs> it's like I told my wife. All right, so I watched the video. I told my wife, I'm I'm super excited and I'm happy that they finally like seized an opportunity to canonize uh the relationship between Saint Fourteen and Osiris. It's like it's not some writer on Twitter saying, Oh no, they're 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 steady. And it's not some, you know, in-lore reference to Osiris's poetry or whatever. But I mean, it's, you know, it's there. It's in-game. It's, it's a thing. It happened. But I feel like that's, like, because like, they just, like, stopped any story that was going on in that cutscene for the last, like, 30 seconds for this moment to happen. And I feel like they glanced over a lot of details that they could have actually potentially explained or teased in that 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, like what was, and I was super happy with this cutscene too, because it was actually, it's a great uh, character growth moment that same 14 actually refers uh, to him as Misrax now, like his proper name. And I think that's like a great show of growth coming from someone that, what, a year ago maybe? Like, did not trust the Fallen whatsoever. So, I mean, 
great character growth moment. And so I was really digging the cutscene at first. And then, you know, yeah, Misrax just perceives imperceivable threads and distills darkness into tea. And the, and the thing that they choose to focus on is St. Osiris's kiss. <laughs> Wonder how much caffeine is in darkness tea. <laughs> huh. Is I mean, it, it must be an aphrodisiac. I was about to say, it must be a powerful aphrodisiac, right? <laughs> I mean, like Osiris woke up and the first thing he wanted was action. Um, <laughs> Sin, give me that darkness tea. I don't need any of this because after this, I'm going back into the hotel room and that's not what I need. <laughs> <laughs> no, no darkness I mean, tea for you. <laughs> yeah, so, so apparently, because I mean, sure, Misrax seems to be teasing Strand. Like with the imperceivable threads, that—that's what it seems like to me. Do they concrete that? No. Uh, how is tea made from the corpse of some thousand-year-old disciple of the darkness? Wake up, Osiris! Does he have powers again now because it was darkness tea? No, no, no. They—they don't. Usually, the way the story would go, if you're you're distilling pure darkness into some drink is it wouldn't just wake you up it would turn you evil right i mean <laughs> That's I usually how or, those things go <laughs> or or would it just make you perceive I mean, you have those powers yeah the powers no, sorry the powers yeah to be fair a similar technique is used to make exos hmm it's somewhat similar anyway uh because clovis used darkness to sterilize radiolaria fluid to use as, I mean, for lack of a better term, a positronic brain for his exos. So, I mean, it's, it's a similar concept. So I'm not, I'm not too nitpicky about it, even though, why well, put it in a teacup? Like, somebody, somebody just thought that was funny, right? Like, that was just something someone threw in there, probably not thinking, oh, they're not going to go for the teacup. Uh, let's use the teacup. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dose of humanity. <laughs> oh, good golly. Sorry, I what, just... You see our live chat? That, <laughs> I'm sorry, no. Is that... Oh, no. Uh, I actually just opened up the TWAB, and I'm like, oh, wow. Right. Oh, yeah, we're not going to be able to go over all that, but... Uh, Sometimes we even do skip some twabs, but we'll see. But because we're just having a fun conversation with all this, but um, oh yeah, but is, is, <laughs> is is that what Osiris is to Saint fourteen? Is Osiris Saint fourteen's dose of humanity? Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard when, <laughs> gosh, we can do all the jokes when, and this this cutscene too is just totally at the end of the season with like what eight weeks in between and hardly anything going on it, it's cool it's always nice to have a cutscene, you know animation drawn animation well still pictures or whatever you know that they kind of make look live um anyways what the point i'm making is like with, with it being kind of funny like that and then at the end and so much incongruity of what's happening this season it's like 
it was hard to get as interested in it. Um, I, it'll be interesting to see what happens next week with the new season. Now, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. That's because no, it has a little bit, but yeah. <laughs> it has ended up confusing me. Right. Because now they have like a myriad of possibilities. Cause like I said, it seems like they were teasing. Mr. X might have a, a cue into uh strand. Um, but now Osiris darkness is infused or what? Well, whoa. What happened to my speech there for a second? Anyway, Osiris is now darkness infused, apparently. So, is he the key to, like, what? Is it neither of these things? Are they both red herrings and it's just purely on the. It's just giving me more questions than answers. This is kind of like how the story writing almost was a few years ago, where, yeah, they, they yeah. do some interesting thing at the very end and. It adds more questions than answers, but not necessarily in a great way. And then a lot of times they don't follow up on it, and then they just change the subject to something different. You Do know? you know what this is? Like, accurately? This is the end of Curse of Osiris. Yeah. This, this is like, we've seen, like, this cutscene has seemed to, like, step back a few steps. Uh, because, yeah, Curse of Osiris, at least the story, at least what they could tell or what they could put in was, like, interesting. And, of course, there was, like, the huge, you know, uh, prophecy of darkness at the very end of it. But, again, it was something that just ended up making way more questions and didn't get touched on until Season of the Dawning. So, like, some two or so years later. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, I, 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 I definitely agree with that. Well, here's another odd thing. I don't know, Hoxler, if you were able to hop in and see the uh, quote reconstructed Elixini quarter. Yes. Yes, I, I did get what to see that. I'm not uh, talking about the community event in general at this point. I'm talking about, okay, we rebuilt the, the, that area and all they get is a couple gardening boxes and then some 1800s wooden benches to sit on. Uh uh, don't forget about that fixed light bulb. <laughs> We're treating them well with all this stuff. Yeah. Here's yeah, your little garden still, boxes. Have fun. Gardening boxes. Have fun. Still in crumbling ruins, but you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How much? How much uh, stuff did they get? Like four hundred million or something like that. Well, Spider was probably taking a big cut. <laughs> I mean, apparently. Like somebody got a very raw end of the deal here, and yeah, if Spider was involved. Yeah, he, yeah, he took the money and run. Oh, I love it. Maybe they would have gotten better stuff if we didn't cheese it. <laughs> so yeah, for anyone not paying attention, there was a I'm... well glitch is the best word. I mean, it wasn't like exploit. Like exploit. Yeah, all you had to do was do this thing a certain way, where very quickly people were able to donate what needed to be donated. So it got done. What twenty five hours? I heard after the fact. <laughs> yeah, it was like twenty five, twenty six hours, something like that. Which, by the way, we took last week off recording. Um, uh, we're gonna have a filler episode in between that you will see before you see this episode. But um, uh, so we didn't talk about it yet. But I figured I want to talk about it now. <laughs> what did you think about that, Hawkstar? Did you hop in that event at all, or was surprised I, how quickly it got done? I did. I mean, granted, I. By the time I jumped in, it it was basically done, but I was able to get in and still get all the rewards from it. Now, I did not cheese it. Uh, I actually played it through and everything just because it was super easy to do. Like, it, 
yes, you could have done the cheese and gotten it done in like 15, 20 minutes, but if you just played the game normally, you could you could basically have that done or almost done in like one or two gaming sessions. There will always be someone out there if there is an exploit, people take advantage of it. And I don't even know necessarily if it's malicious intentions. There's just some kid in somewhere, maybe even another country or a group of people that like, this is something to do. Let's get the community event done as quickly as we can. You know, and if it can be done quicker that way, they're going to do it. I mean, that and it's like speedrunner mentality. Yeah. Yeah. There's always going to be yeah. people out there that want to break it, that want to just do it as quickly as possible. Not because you don't have time to do it, but I guess, especially with the growing popularity of speedrunning, and it's, you know, well, more impact on, I guess, cultural things, but it's becoming more okay or commonplace. Like, just to do it quick. You see, I, I'm torn with that. Yeah, yes, sometimes I like to get, uh, events done or activities done as quick as possible. But other times I like to actually play the game and admire the amount of detail that was put into it because those programmers, they, the programmers, the, uh, the, the artisans that, that made the game, what it is like, it's kind of doing them an, an injustice whenever, Whenever you only do speed runs and, and you miss all of the amazing details that makes Destiny pop as a game overall. Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember, Sin, were you in the middle of COVID then? But I, I seem to remember at one point you were like, the fuck? It's like, <laughs> what's going on? The event's already done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the uh it was the middle of all that. I got yeah. COVID. And I jumped in for a few minutes to donate like a bunch of planetary materials and pick up everything from that whatever that uh that track is that you can get all your free stuff on yeah i did that Mm -hmm. i then logged out and was like all right yeah yeah it's like you got your golf ball and you're like okay i'm satisfied yeah i mean i really didn't even need it i had to burn burn stuff to to be able to claim it anyway but it, it was really nothing I wonder how long it would have taken if there wasn't that exploit. Uh, I, I think the community still would have gotten in, in a good click a week, week and a half, probably at most. You know, um, I it, it is a good point because Tuesday night when the event started, I wanted to hop in a Last Wish raid just to kind of experience getting the tokens. And I think you get like 350, 375, something like that if you run the whole raid. And then when it was when the event was quote done from everyone donating everything and sure you can still own earn tokens for yourself for some lame triumph. That's like five points or something that I don't even care about. Anyways, when I did last wish, sorry, I keep saying last wish King's fall. Thank you, Kato. Uh, when I did King's fall <laughs> the other night, yesterday, whatever, you know, and getting the tokens again. And then it's true. Like I didn't really care as much like, Oh, that's sad. I can't even turn the token. I mean, you can, but like, they're not, counting for the goal really because we already reached the goal i wonder if they could have like had a stretch goal like now we're gonna you know even if it's not in the game but they're like well they tell us like in a tweet now if you the community gets to this number we'll throw out a cool i don't know emblem or something 
something, right? Might yeah, as well. Yeah. I, yeah. I definitely see where you're going with there. Then in all reality, you didn't get you didn't get anything new or specific to that to that activity. You just got stuff. So stuff. yeah. So I mean, at least it wasn't like the uh, what was it? Was it the Guardian Games where you got the title fifty bajillion times? Uh, Do I have trying to see what you're the, saying there? The, the title, the submachine gun. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like a title, like a, a no. title. Okay, yeah, 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 says, yeah. yeah, it was. Yep, yep. Yeah, it, and and it was. I want to say I only have like maybe one or two titles left in my uh, left in my vault, and the thing is I've never touched that thing. I I never will honestly because I got a good roll on the uh, on the Callus Mini tools, so I'm never going to use that. Just wait, there may be a reason one day. Yeah. <laughs> Well, okay. <laughs> Hold on to everything. <laughs> Hold right, it all. Yeah. <laughs> and then complain about not having vault space. <laughs> yeah, hence the host of two titans and a hunter calling them out. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, but honestly, like, right now, like, <laughs> sidearms and... uh Sidearms and submachine guns are doing very, very well in the game. Mm. And there's lots of things that are going to be... They told us in the TWAB today, but it's it's like, it really is too much. People, read it if you want. Too girthy. If you, if you is had it? anything you wanted to talk about, Des, we can go for it now. I don't care. Everything. Out. <laughs> every little, read every line word for word. <laughs> but now there are some actually really good things coming for season yeah. 19. Oh, yeah. I, if I, you I can feel, TLDR uh, anything for us, yeah. go for it. Um, they do give us, of course, uh, I'm like, just scrolling through, because I did read. I read it to completion this time. Whoa. Um. Which is why we're not entirely skipping in this one. <laughs> I put the work in on this one, but no. Yeah, um, no, but in no. that case, goo. <laughs> but no, they do tell us like a bunch of stuff. Uh, Nightfall, uh, Trials of Osiris, Iron Banner, weapons that are rotating in, rotating out, and what's staying. They're very specifically telling us what's new, what's staying, what's leaving. So if you want to know all that, read away. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, they're doing a bunch of weapon changes uh, for season yes. nineteen, a, a bunch, um, and a lot of it is very, very good. Um, such as they chain, they like pull, they reined in, or they apparently reined in shotguns. Yeah. Um, but now, yeah. But because of the range limitation and like the what they did to pellet spread, they're becoming unreliable even at close range, and they don't like that fair um so they are making every frame type uh intrinsic perk of shotgun have a specific set spread pattern for their pellets 
Yeah, there's um, cool pictures in the TWAB. People go and look yes. at these. Yeah, Because they are also changing the reticules for shotguns to show you where those pellets are going to be. Um, which I think is a... Wasn't that something Apex did? Apex Legends? Because uh, I think their shotgun... They actually had like a interactive uh, reticules of where your shotgun blast... Anyway, uh, someone can correct me but again every uh, family of shotgun is going to have a very specific uh very specific pellet pattern um this is an initial run of what they'll show um but they don't quite show like uh like there's no accuracy deviation from for when you're jumping and there's also no like field of view correction on like what the pellets will show you but uh that's things that they are going to be working on and really just wanted to get like this initial step like out and functioning. Um, also, season nineteen uh, full auto setting is going to be a thing. Um, yes, I'm I'm happy yeah. that's coming back. Yes, yes, uh, the full auto yeah. setting is there. Um, Which I think they're new, getting... right? They're just revisiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. They are they are confirming it is definitely at the start of season nineteen. I'm not sure if they confirmed uh, yeah, the time it, it would go yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, pretty much with season 19, I believe. Um, Drang is getting screwed because it's losing one point of zoom. Um, so about yeah. five meters of range. Yeah. They wanted to rein it in. Uh, fusion rifles. Uh, they are... Oh crap, what are they doing? Uh, instead of, uh, yeah, instead of hitting the, uh... For main ingredients specifically, they're saying uh, instead of hitting the stability perks that fusion rifles can roll and making them even worse, they're hitting main ingredient itself and dropping its stability and aim assist to help that be an issue. Um, Glaives, they're doing some things. Don't worry about it. Um, they are going to tweak Rose's bats uh, since it's coming back as a legendary and they are giving it the uh, the from lightweight to adaptive treatment, so they're tweaking its stats to be much like, you know, if in band, as they would say. Uh, blinding effects, they are going to be switching uh, pretty much all blinding effects to the arc blinding effect, uh, which is less intrusive, so, you know, it's always a little bit better. Um, the weapon mods that enhanced a perk... Um, are now being basically folded into the perk itself. So Dragonfly spec, Rampage spec, and Surrounded spec. Basically, those three perks will operate as if you have those perks, or as if you have those mods equipped always now, which is really good for Rampage, uh, considering that adds like a half a second to your extra damage. Um, and Surrounded lasts a little longer, and then of course, Dragonfly is just more radius. Um, some perk reworks. Uh, Headseeker is actually an interesting one that I did want to talk about. Uh, it might actually be worth running. It might not uh, help TTKs, but considering that body shots will not only increase your precision multiplier, uh, but they're reworking it to also increase aim assist, so it will make headshots actually easier. So if you're you're crappy at getting headshots with pulse rifles in PvP, Headseeker might be the perk for you. Um. So yeah, 
Um, there's a bunch of like changes and stuff that they're doing to like uh, like base timers and crap like that. Uh, Seraph rounds are getting a nerf because that's going to be more common and it's like a really strong magazine perk. Yeah. Um, tunnel vision and kill clip will be able to refresh if they're already up. Um, which they hey, that's, yeah, that's nice. That's powerful, but because that's powerful. Uh, Kill Clip's bonus damage is dropping from 33% down to 25%. Still massive, just not yes. as massive. Well, well, here's the thing. You're doing a trade-off from, from initial pump or initial punch to duration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%, so, yeah. Uh, I'd say it that's was... an even trade-off, actually. But... It is. It is. It is actually a very fair trade off because they, they could have dropped it just to twenty percent, which a lot of damage buffs from PvP are like kind of gravitating around towards, like around the max. So you're getting five extra percent, but yeah, the fact that it's uptime can be like drastically more now is actually pretty ma- is it, it's massive. Um, let's see, redirection is getting a change. You can read that. It's, it's fair. Um, Hockey breach armaments origin trait. Um, they are working it to deal more damage to War of Dawns, Well of Radiant Swords, and Stasis Crystals. That's great. Um, let's see. Compulsive Reloader is actually another good one. Um, because the few times I did use Compulsive Reloader, I always felt like it was just kind of... It goes away a little too soon. Like, I'm a habitual reloader, and even I didn't get like the bonus like reload speed off of Impulsive Reloader that often. But they are making it to where it is active down to half ammo instead of whatever the crap it was at. So that's cool news. Um, Ambitious Assassin, they're actually going to be making uh, more flexible. So you're gonna have, they're increasing the time between kills from 5 seconds to 7 seconds, which is fantastic. Uh, Recombination is getting work. Uh, Zen Moment will no longer deactivate on a miss, and we'll have a one-second timer, just for ease of use. Uh, so they nerfed Divinity, and uh, Rewind Rounds will start working properly with Divinity. Because that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, then we that makes sense. Rounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, Genesis. Um, they've apparently had like a hot debate, or not really a debate, but a They've had I don't know if it's a good Reddit. band or not. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Um, but no, they've had a they've had a discussions on whether it should be activatable in PvP by breaking guardian shields. And but for a while, that answer has been no. Uh, now that answer is yes. So Genesis will work in PvP. Fantastic. Um, what else? Uh, some nerfs. Uh, box breathing with uh, scout rifles. Damage is being reduced. Um, One-two punch is having its damage reduced pretty much everywhere because it's really, really good. So that's fair. Um, Enhanced perks. They're changing a bunch of stuff about a bunch of enhanced perks, and they're trying to lean in on... Like, there was a bunch of stuff that didn't make sense with enhanced perks, all right? Like, uh, what is this? Where was it? Where was it? Where was it? Enhanced Grave Robber which reloads your gun, gave you plus five to reload speed. What? Well, 
they're going to take that away and they're going to give that plus five to handling. Makes more sense to me. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, before you continue, hmm? since, since yes. we're on the bug fixes part, uh, I want to pull a full or uh, I, I want to pull a hazel. Shit's broken. I mean, basically. Well, always right. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, um, you know, why are any of those bugs stand out to you? I mean, I used to have fun like reading some of the bugs and stuff, but now it's like, yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> right. Um, but I'm sad. Like some of these, they're gonna they're gonna take away for enhanced firing line. They're removing the increased neutral range. I mean, I mean, yeah, they didn't have to add that in the first place, but uh, it's kind of useless for firing line considering there aren't that many encounters that actually where you need more range anyway. So I mean, no, not exactly, but it did help a little. Even in like um, orcs, I, I think it brought the number from like ninety nine to one hundred three or something like that. When when oh, I when I noticed, oh dear. But, yeah, I know, right? It's like a one percent. <laughs> it's um, just unseen the higher numbers. <laughs> no, that's fair. Um, they are also like doing a bunch of reworks to exotics. Uh, I do like what they're doing to the fundamentals exotic perk, which is shared between Hardlight, Borealis, and oh god, what's it called? What's it called Dead Messenger? There we go. Um, they're basically taking the quick swap of elements, which they don't think is exotic enough anymore, and they're kind of combining it with. The philosophy of elemental capacitor. So, whatever element the gun is, it will give you bonuses depending upon what element it is. And can I say, okay, so if it's arc, it's going to have plus 25 handling and plus 5 range. Holy crap. If it's solar, it's going to have plus 35 reload speed and plus 20 airborne effectiveness. Holy crap. And if it's void, it's going to have plus 20 stability and plus 10 aim assist. Can we say hard light is going to be a nightmare again? Yep. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't yeah. not been a nightmare, but it's going to continue to be a nightmare. Right. Um, also, Borealis does get a extra thing, whatever. Um, Jade Rabbit um, oh, God. Uh, will now uh, they're doing something to make the game play loop a little better or whatever, where quickly landing three crits will return around to the magazine and increase the damage of your next body shot. And that will stack up to three times. Um, and will reset if you reload. That's kind of it. Um, yeah, they are, of course, hitting Divinity as they're talking again. Uh, they're dropping as 30% weakened down to 15%. But they do notice that you can bring it back up to 30%. Uh, you can still apply a 30% weakened debuff with the cage by combining Divinity with Tether or Tractor Cannon. So it's not really Divinity doing it, but you can at least give the cage the better damage debuff. Like, the cage itself is independent of the damage debuff. So you can get the easier precision plus a better damage debuff by using Divinity with, an, a, with another external debuff, is what they're saying. Um, it is interesting they're saying that because we yeah. already kind of know that that's like we were saying we're gonna have to rely well maybe we don't have to but if we want that rely on um tether more yeah, next yeah. season but they're like head, heading that conversation up and saying oh by the way maybe we're just going to be seeing tether more with divinity i mean yeah i mean it basically divinity won't be used more so from from what they're saying here, and I guess the mentality is Divinity will be used less for its debuff effect and more so for its ease of precision shots effect. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, because they're all because they are going like I skipped over a bunch of them, but there are a bunch of things that they're fixing that like uh, Cloud Strike will be able to proc lightning storms with the Divinity Cage now. So yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that's getting fixed to work with Divinity. So uh, I kind of racked on it earlier, but I guess fixing all this does make sense. Um, Arbalist missed out on body shot damage reduction, so they're giving it body reduced body shot damage. Fantastic. Um, they're kind of nerfing Gallarhorn. Um, they're reducing the primary rocket's impact and detonation damage by 25%, but they are entirely not changing Wolfpack rounds. So they're kind of more leaning into the support and add clear uh, functionality of Gallarhorn. Uh, Forerunner is apparently a nightmare, and they're increasing its DTK. Um, with the addition, okay, so yeah, with the addition of the full auto setting, uh, they've already told us most of these. Uh, no time to explain is getting feeding frenzy. Traveler's chosen. The catalyst is going to give you surplus. Um, it will still have, of course, osmosis and vigilance wing will have its catalyst perk replaced with ensemble. Since, you know, everything can pull auto. Um, they're fixing dead man's tail. Um, because apparently if you had both a body shot and a crit in its hip fire, like reticle while hip firing, um, it wouldn't, it, it, it's difficult hitting a headshot. Um, so they're actually going to prioritize, uh, they will, the shots will prefer criticals over body shots if both targets are in the reticle, or if both zones are in the reticle, let's say. So that's fantastic. And they're also increasing the battle shot damage uh, of Dead Man's Tail by a lot and dropping critical damage by one. So there's that. Everybody rejoice because they are not moving Darcy to the energy slot, but they are giving it like 80 airborne effectiveness. I'm not kidding. Um, also, I do like the fact that they do confirm that hitting a target with Wither Horde does in fact have Wish Ender deal more damage to that target. That is now a feature. And now they're okay. leaning even more into it. Um, because a Wither Horde blighted target, uh, if you're using Wish Ender, will have bonus damage increased from 10% to 25%. So, yeah, like I said, it is now a feature and they're leaning heavy into it. Um... Prospector is going to have chain reaction now. Ooh. And still, no one will use it. I might. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Probably unless for, I hear for, other people. For are. a day. Right. <laughs> um, this one. Fourth Horseman has some niche uses. Ito, get ready. <laughs> but it suffers from being, of course, extremely hard to handle. So they're decreasing its recoil by 50%. So it's going to be more stable. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, Forerunner. Uh, they're doing some stuff, for, some more stuff for Forerunner stuff, things. Uh, Merciless. Um, they're making it easier to use and easier to keep its uh, higher rate of fire. So instead of just resetting on like a kill, it's going to be on a five-second timer, and the timer is refreshed every time you land hits. So you can keep it going a lot. Um, they're increasing Rat King's perks like range 
by five meters, so extra five meters, and everyone rejoice uh, because Legend of Acrius will no longer have movement penalties. All of you Legend of Acrius fans out there, all three of you. Anyway, um, they screwed over Bastion back in season fourteen, so they're having it. So its spread will now be better. Um, Coldheart is getting some stuff out. Okay, I think I've pretty much covered. Um, um, I do believe I've covered everything other than the fact that some exotic, like uh, Glaive Melees, are they're working. Did I skip over that? Probably not. But they are working on making basically like a full auto setting for Glaives, I believe. Uh, something similar. Hmm. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Coming, they said. Yeah. yeah because, yeah. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Too. Right. Um, and they are, of course, one thing that you mentioned in the future is a heavy weapon damage rebalance will be done in the future. They do tease what's the Lightfall DPS meta? Mysterious. So, um, I guess Lightfall, we're going to be looking at a uh, a DPS meta shakeup. Um, and then primary primary ammo weapons, they're rehauling the uh, airborne effectiveness, or again, in the future, they will be rehauling the airborne effectiveness stat, and primary ammo weapons will be very, very good. Um, and a pass at adding, I love... I love this tease a lot um, because they mentioned they are making a pass at adding subclass 3.0 verbs to several exotic weapons. Colon. There are currently seven. Wow. Hmm. Um, yes. Um, they also do uh, for Void Hunters out there, um, they are also going to be uh, basically they're going to be nerfing your radar when you're invisible. Um, uh, by, um, which, I mean... It's, you almost it sounded does, like Kato there. Right? <laughs> it does sound I mean, like a fair change. Can we get a sigh from Kato in the chat? <laughs> I mean, just saying, Void Hunters are Gator and Hazel's favorite, as you've heard them rant about Respawn. I mean, Okay. <laughs> 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 but uh but yeah, so they of course explain the radar like zero to six meters uh is like if if it's within six meters it's going to ping. Um six to twenty four meters is like the mid range pie wedges and then the gutter or the outer ring starts at twenty four meters and goes up to sixty four meters. Um, if you're invisible, your radar only pings and only goes out to 24 meters. That's it. Which, like they said, mm -hmm. sounds like a lot on paper, but that's... I mean, that can be... I'm, the fact that you're losing the 24 to 64 meter range while invisible, which means you're not pinging them, but they're pinging you, but now you can't even see if they're there. Um, so it does, like... I do feel this change will kind of drastically change um, the reconnaissance aspect of stealth. 
Well, um, not so much the go invisible and bum rush them aspect of stealth. Well, it, here's another thing. You don't have to see them on the radar to know where they are. Because you still have audible cues, you still have visual cues. Uh, if you have mics with teammates, if you're doing one of those objectives, uh, you still have those as well. So you can still use your other senses. So I, I feel like it's still going to be broken and overpowered. But that's just because the community is going to adapt. I'm sure. I mean, anything they do, people will adapt to it. I mean, I remember. Oh, what? What? There was some weapon. I think it was. It might have been No Land Beyond back in Destiny One, that they didn't really expect anyone to be good with, but then all of a sudden it kind of became almost a community goal for as many people as possible to be amazing with that sniper rifle. Um. So I mean, who knows? But that's the twat. Also, by the way, TLDR. Okay. Well, if that's all you're saying, I do have to say I found interesting myself personally. Just two little paragraphs here on Season 19 Artifact Mods. <laughs> they gave Go us a preview it. of what's coming out. And in Season 19, it's time to give a little love to Stasis. Whatever, I don't care. But uh, you know how we had uh, Void and then Solar and then Arc, and everyone's like, what are they going to do for the last season You know, for focusing on mods? Well, Stasis a little bit, but here are some other fun things. They will have, okay, here's the anti-champion mods. They're not telling us what specifically yet, but hand cannons, scout rifles, bows, pulse, auto, submachine guns, but we will have unstoppable grenade launcher mod, what they say specifically. Nice. That's, so that's, that's going to be fun. Um, Lucent um, Finisher. Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Uh, just Kato reminds me of one thing I did skip over that is an amazing thing. Is uh, Wither Horde. Yeah. yeah. Wither Horde duration is being severely Ooh, reduced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. PvP legitimately. I, I, I don't remember it, but then again, I was trying to TLDR and go a little quick. But either way, PvP seriously rejoice at that one. Like, oh my God. Game <laughs> play right now, and I'm happy about that change. <laughs> yeah. Like from, from seven point four to four, that's yeah. almost in half. Huge, huge. Oh, that is like that severely reduces Wither Horde's like PvP area denial, which was stupid, especially in trials. Anyway, but yeah, missing it for PVE. Yeah, you know. it'll be fine. <laughs> well. Yeah. Okay. So Lucent Finisher mod is going to return to help us generate some heavy ammo. We've also got some new twists on some old favorites, including a version of Passive Guard that works with Glaives. And a reprisal of Breach and Clear designed to interact with the Void 3.0 Ooh, rework. I can't wait to see the like what Breach and Clear. I did forget about that. Oh, as a as an aged in joke, uh, have you heard of Breach and Clear? Yeah, have you heard of Breach? Uh, <laughs> I've heard of our Lord and Savior Breach and Clear. <laughs> right. Um, my God, I am so happy to hear about the return of Breach and Clear. Yep. Just for just because, again, within our rating groups, like that old freaking that entire season. Have you heard of Breach and Clear? How are we going to do this? Have you heard of Breach and Clear? What do I use for this? Have you heard of Breach and Clear? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a couple others. Uh, we're also trying some experimental mods that don't follow our usual patterns. Be on the lookout for artifact mods for the chest and leg slots that grant bonuses. To resilience and mobility, respectively. Really? Interesting. So you can do seasonal mods to bump those up. 
Yeah, that's that's, that's super interesting. Like seasonal mods that affect stats. Yeah, that's I know. That's interesting. And we have a helmet mod that grants additional airborne effectiveness to the weapons you are wielding. And the monochromatic maestro mod in the class item slot rewards you generously for using weapons and subclasses that match yeah. their damage types. That's, and, uh, I hope uh, that's yeah. going to be a staple in like everything. Anyway. <laughs> and this is really interesting. We've added a mod aimed specifically at solo players, which can be very useful in tackling those legend lost sectors to get you just the right role on that exotic you're looking for. Ooh. I mean, that's kind of a waste like... it being a mod, but uh, hey, whatever. It's something that you can add in to I'm... focus that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are we talking like the same thing at like uh, the same effect as like, you know, the armor mods that Ghost have? That's what it sounds I mean, like, and cool. it's, yeah, and it's for the legend lost sectors, and maybe it's just a way to focus getting or a better chance of getting the exotic that you're looking for. I mean, I feel like that's entirely fair because legend lost sectors and master, 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 yeah, master lost sectors are like two coin flips that you're playing at the same time. It's like two, like it's like playing both blackjack and roulette at the exact same time. Yeah. Um. Because first you got to get the exotic you want to drop, and then it has to have a good roll. <laughs> yeah. And shout out to Gator. He says you had me at solo. Yeah, I'm interested in this too. Uh, sometimes I'm not felt like going in the lost sectors. Here's another interesting thing too that I brought up a couple times in in some discords. Uh, someone ran through the stats a while ago, and this may not still be the case, but they were showing that. With the amount of time you save running a legend lost sector versus a master and how the master lost sector, they ran like, I think, hundreds or close to a thousand runs of the amount of stats they had. And the percentage chance of that was supposed to be higher on master was not that much higher that they said you would just have better chance saving more time running it on legend, getting those to drop. The amount of minutes you would save are better odds if I'm saying that right, you know what I mean? Like better way yeah. to spend your time than running lost sectors on master mode. So sure. for what it's worth, people maybe just run legend instead of master when you're trying to yeah. get those things. And also to caveat, uh, these are odds, which say effectively at some point in time, you should get something <laughs> to drop. Yeah. But the way probability actually works, uh, there is a chance, you know, like the whole thing, you know, if you flip a coin like 50 times or whatever, it's a low probability, but it's still possible to flip a coin 50 times and get the exact same result every single time. So it's possible you still won't get it. Then can you tell us about the King's Fall exotic? No. Yes, and tell us about Touch. No. <laughs> tell us. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> I'm on that, uh, that 50 uh, flips of the coin and still not getting it. <laughs> So with not getting it yet, Sen, do you think they should just give it to you? I didn't say all that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm I used to love you then. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to get it eventually. Yeah, yeah it should yeah. be any time now. Any time. Any time. <laughs> I, I feel like that's what every broke gambler says. Oh. <laughs> any time now. I swear, time. I'm going to hit any time. Can I borrow five oh. bucks? Any time, I'm going to hit big. Going to be this time. <laughs> Sin just sounds defeated. 
you've given up, huh? <laughs> well, I gave up on the game tonight. I got in, looked at the tower. He said, no, dog. And then, then it kicked me and then it like did something where it like took me back to reload into the game. And I was like, all right, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I waited all this time for that to happen. Nah, I'm good. You got to kind of expect when the game's had that many issues today, it's not like it's necessarily going to be perfect when it comes right. back up. <laughs> yeah, I know some people are trying to do some raids and things tonight. Good luck to them. Hopefully it works out because it's probably a little touch touch and go. And definitely not touch a malice. <laughs> no. I'm telling you, Sin, I promise. When, I, I, I know, I get it. You want to get the raid exact, but when you get it, you'll be just as disappointed on the back end. You're like, well, now what? It's not like it's a good weapon right now. No one's using it. <laughs> it's not the point. Still want it. The point is so you can be, yes, I feel accomplished in the game. I'm a good player yeah. after all. That's also not entirely fair. People are using touch malice. Oh, I know. Um, because, I mean, but who? what is it? Raid exotic weapon usage. Uh, again, numbers directly from Bungie from the TWAB. Uh, touch of Malice is actually up there. It's right behind Thunderlord. What? So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It is the ninth most used weapon in or exotic for raids. Gross. So, I mean, it's not <laughs> uncommon. There are people out there using Touch of Malice. Interesting. And then, right, almost neck and neck with it, there's almost as many people using Osteostriga. I don't get that one. Oh, poor Lament. It's behind Outbreak. Anyway. (laughs) I still use uh, Osteostriga both in PvE and PvP whenever, whenever I feel it's necessary. Well, yeah, that is true, and it is, it is uh, exotic weapon usage, so, I mean, that's fair. Uh, yeah, I was and... Looking at it. So, yeah, yeah, just because you're using Osteostriga doesn't mean you're actually attempting to do damage with Osteostriga. Right. And... The thing is, Osteostriga, I mean, if you're in a PvP setting, and you're trying to do... and you're trying to do team shooting, that is... Mm, it's unbelievably broken because as soon as they try to dip out the firefight and try to go take cover, guess what? They're dead. Just like Thorn. Well, oh, D1 flashbacks. <laughs> I was about to say. Uh, tap, tap, now, tap. Also, I'm fine. I can get a dead. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, at least you got a chance to somewhat react other than, uh, last word in D1. I mean, that's true, too. When it was truly busted and giving its hip-fire damage while aiming. Mm-hmm. Excuse me? I have a fun question here before I forget for Hawkslayer. From Helios. How often does Hawkslayer send feet pics to Gator? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know that his answer would be too often, but for me... Well, full disclosure, right now, he and I have a foot picks truce at the but moment. Say, you should have said something more interesting, like, you no, have a secret well, foot fix discord that you send pictures. Before. Well, number one, you got to do it whenever he's least expecting it. And number two, it has to be soapy. Mm, soapy <laughs> feet picks. 
I could. He's cringing so bad in the chat right now. I I, I could just see it. <laughs> Perfect timing. I I had this question. I didn't know when to bring it into the episode, but. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> and here come the feet picks. <laughs> 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 but isn't there a second part to that question yeah, as there well? Is, there is. Just yeah, putting into Gator's suffering. Yeah, okay. And what's your favorite <laughs> game of all time? <laughs> Tuttles. <laughs> so so are, are we including Destiny in this? Or... Yeah, you can read it however you want. Yeah. But it might be more uh... interesting to give another game too if Destiny is your answer. Okay. God, that's a hard one because I I grew up on all kinds of different eras. Like probably one of the first games that I ever played was like uh, Street Fighter Two on on my Sega, and then you also have the Wii Sports. God, I was a I was a tennis master on there, uh, and but probably. Probably the game that that would probably have to be my favorite would be Halo Three because that's really whenever uh, where my whole gaming career came into play, or or that's wherever it started right there. Because I, I asked my mom for an Xbox whenever I was younger, and she said no. Uh, I'm only going to supply Nintendo if you want. N- Nintendo stuff, we can talk, but if you want Xbox, PlayStation, anything like that, you gotta do it on your own. I was like, okay. So I went and got me a job. Uh, I got me Xbox, TV, uh, Gold Pass, I got everything I needed, and the first game that I got was was Halo 3. And I, I, I created so many friendships, and so many connections through through that game alone. And then going on to Halo Four or Five, and and then getting into Destiny, and and now I'm hooked like a toxic relationship. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, I, I I get what you're saying. I, was it the Nintendo just because she felt like Xbox and PlayStation had crazier games? Well, it wasn't only the crazier games, but it was the online aspect and oh, yeah. how you were talking with people who you couldn't put a face to and how if you said the wrong thing or gave out the wrong information, you could be in trouble. So I mean, yeah, that happens all the time. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times I've given Sin my social security number in a party chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's lies. Oh, man. I mean, now, have you given however, your credit card number out yet, Sin? <laughs> however, believe it or not, not, new, not too many people even know my real name on here. Uh, mostly everybody knows me as Hawkslayer. Uh I got on to my wife because I was on the Guardian Hub podcast and I gave her the headset because she came in and I was like, you know what? I want you to be part of this. Uh, they ended up putting her on their uh, on their Patreon episode. You said yeah, Guardian, Guardian Down. 
No, I know. Oh. We're, all, we're all confused to get mixed together. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. It, it's way past my bedtime, but it's okay, though. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, she she started uh, telling them a story, and then they then she started saying my real name and everything. I'm like, babe, babe, they don't they don't know they don't know my name. They know me as Hawkslayer. That's that that's kind of my that's my alias with them. <laughs> yeah, it happens. But yeah, but yeah. I mean, it, it's not really a big just, deal. But just whatever you do, don't Josh around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it would be in your best interest. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> no, no one likes to Josh around. That's for sure. <laughs> oh god I don't know why that made me laugh so much <laughs> it's one of those if you know you know it's not gonna lie. I, don't know. I don't know why I laughed because I have I have no idea of the relevance behind that <laughs> it's definitely an end joke <laughs> uh, just names and stuff see if, see if you we can put it together, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've had my name out there. I don't even care. My this my gamer tag <laughs> is my last name, and I've mentioned my first name sometimes before. But I don't know. I I I have a business that I run that sometimes I even do support in other parts of the country. So it's not like I'm hiding anything, right? You People know, people can look me up. Yeah, that, and I don't know. I've always. Like since I've been doing this, I mean, I always refer to people as their gamer tags because I mean, it's what I see, like, or at least used to, like, you know, like all the time. Uh, back when doing RNG, uh, I knew like all of my co-hosts' names. I we had each other's phone numbers. We would text. We would communicate. But yet, they were always their gamer tags when speaking to them. Like at any point yeah. in time, so I don't know. Super yeah, weird for me. On my cell phone. Yeah, you know, and on this topic, I I do want to give a shout out right now. Um, since the, our last recording, um, I met up with the good Gator. He came out to Utah. I know he's mentioned on his podcast, Grinding Down oh, several yeah. times about uh, having their uh, anniversary and coming out to Utah and. <laughs> We gave him a lot of suggestions of things to do in the area, but uh, we went out to a nice German restaurant, a brewery, and had a lot of fun. And Gator, I won't mention his first name, although I don't think he's keeping that. Well, obviously, it's Todd the Gator. I mean, you know? He's was, not keeping that secret. <laughs> I was about to Sorry. say, if you listen to the show long I enough, known you know it anyway. <laughs> yeah. But it is interesting, right? You meet people in person. I'm like, okay, I know your name's Todd. My name's Mike, but I want to call you Gator, <laughs> you know? Uh, for me, Kingsley's kind of easy because people call me Kingsley anyways. It's almost more my first name than Mike. <laughs> so I'm I'm fine with it. But no, I had a lot of fun. Gator was a very nice person uh, to meet, and we had a lot of fun um, going to dinner. So shout out, Todd. Good time. I don't know. I've always, at least for me, I, I tend to prefer to be called. I had, a, I had an amazing quote. Uh, uh, back when I first started actually like speaking, because I'm I'm an extraordinary like in real life, I'm like a quiet and shy individual, right? Uh, I, I keep to myself. Um, the people that raid with me um, will go, "No, you're not," but that's fair. <laughs> so I always like back 
I've always like had the idea or quote, you know, it's it's kind of like like my gamer tag. It's like the relationship that Bruce Wayne had with, with Batman. Like Batman, it was always like an interesting like dynamic because to Bruce Wayne, Batman was the real Bruce Wayne, but Bruce Wayne was the fake mask that he wears to keep up appearances and such. So that's kind of how I feel about myself. Like my online persona is like a who I can be while real life me is very dull and boring. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> it happens. I, yeah, I'm, I mean, I was able to, when I've met up with people, it's not like I can't put on the social normities and talk with people and have a good time. But when it's all said and done, it's not like I want to go to like a big party and talk to like 20 different people for long periods of time. Introverts hate that. You just get tired. Uh, so, um, you know, obviously, I am more quiet in person also. And then when we're gaming, it's it's easier to, to talk and to yeah. just be whatever. Yeah, like, so. It's just, which is it's hilarious because I don't even talk to people at work that much. Like, even, like, I'm around them about the same amount of time, but I don't like talking at work. It's just like, eh, whatever, whatever. But, like, there's just been too many times, like, me and somebody, I think nine times out of ten, it was usually Cato. Yeah, it's time to get off, and we start talking like something, and then just like three hours later, it's like, oh crap. Okay, well, I guess I really should go now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely easy to talk to Cato about long form topics. <laughs> just stay on the line after a raid. Well, um, Huxlayer, any other burning things you wanted to talk about tonight before we start getting ready to wrap up here? Things on your mind, uh, things about destiny, whatever. I mean, honestly, we've we've covered. I mean, we can always find something to talk about. This is right. such a massive game. We can yeah. literally pick something, and we can start. Oh, we can start another podcast level conversation on it. But honestly, I I was happy to be here, and and I'm and I'm happy that that my schedule didn't change too crazy much. Even though uh, I, I got to apologize to to Gator, uh, I ended up having to dip out of their podcast early because I was getting up at like four o'clock that next morning. We were running to like twelve thirty that night. <laughs> <laughs> it can happen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But for me, this. Being active in these communities and and uh, being on these podcasts, I'm a social butterfly. So since I'm either being at work or being at the hotel room, this is what I focus on socializing with. Instead of going out and doing all kinds of stupid stuff, I don't need to do. Right. This this right here is. I, I find this a whole lot more fun and a, it, it's a more controlled environment but the conversations aren't controlled hence the feet picks no, no not at all <laughs> no, but yeah, I, it, it still keeps it entertaining keeps it fun yeah. and that's that and you can have good genuine well I'm going to use the term intelligent loosely but you can have constructive conversations 
with other people without yeah essentially shop talk yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you know and so, i think hilariously that might be my connection to my uh they used to be like a social drinker um mm-hmm. somewhat but yeah ever since like it's really a rap destiny, like getting to know people and like talking to people or like not even just destiny, but like just communities in general, like just having a people you can talk to like just for a while, like kind of that. I think that's been, that coincides with my like just not interest in drinking anymore. Like I don't have to do it socially. So I don't have to, like, I don't have to do that to have fun. Like I, I found fun people. Yeah. Right. No, that, that's yeah, very very good point. Um, hmm, love it. Yeah, that um, also doesn't mean I won't drink or get drunk with oh, fun yeah. people. Yeah, um, yeah. It's still hilariously <laughs> stupid times. Let me tell you what. <laughs> oh, I, I I don't know if you guys listened to the uh, Guardian Down podcast I I was on or the, the episode I was it. on. Never heard uh, of him. I, yeah. <laughs> No. Yeah, I mean, you can't even find it on Google, right? <laughs> but I, heck, I, I had like I had like three or four different different whiskeys I was drinking on through throughout the duration of that entire show. So I I was fairly lit at towards the end of it. So they got drunk you, and we got sober you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two, that's a... two hawk slayers. Take your pick. <laughs> well, we just had to round it out, right? I mean, uh, yeah. uh, there was benefits with being drunk, and there's benefits for being sober. So, uh, you know, we're just rounding it out. Well, also, I'm I'm sitting in my car right now, so it wouldn't really look that good <laughs> no. if I'm over oh, no, here no, just no. yeah, just straight up turning up <laughs> in your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but granted, I I am in a Super 8 parking lot, so I don't think anybody would think anything of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you'll fit in just nicely. All right. <laughs> we'll leave the light on for you. <laughs> well, before I forget, we do have a, a special Guardian Hub bonus question. What is your favorite dessert? Oh... See, see, my dessert changes from, I mean, throughout the duration of the year. Like, around this time of year, uh, back in my hometown in Arkansas, we, we have a very strong Mennonite community. And every year I try, I try my best to get around there so I can get one of their homemade pumpkin rolls. Oh, oh dude. It's interesting. It, it, it's just yeah, about just, indescribable. Yeah, just just as a heads up, if no one has ever had like an Amish anything, eat it. Try it's it. Amazing. Yes. Try it. Um, because uh, what back in Alabama we had this uh, like one flea market that would happen like once a month. It was essentially a flea market. But yeah, there's just this stand, and we would get like these Amish cheeses, and mm-hmm. oh my god, so good! Oh, oh, I forgot to mention uh, about a month or, or actually, I don't know about that, but uh, about a month or two ago, 
my wife and I, we, we found our way over to a, uh, to an Amish produce stand and they had, they had, uh, what was it? It was peach salsa. My wife and I together, we killed an entire jar by ourselves that night. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That sounds good. And the pumpkin roll, which actually, now I do think I've heard about that somewhere else. Maybe it was um, Cato because he's mentioning something in the chat. But um, Or I've seen it recently, maybe because it's this time of year that people will yeah. do that. But I haven't had one, so I do want to try that. That sounds interesting. Uh, it, if you do... Try try to get it from like one of those communities, or try to find an old lady that'll cook one up. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the way you get, get it. No, and I'm not gonna just don't, don't get, get the one the from super, Walmart. It's the, the Super Eight Bakery, the Walmart Bakery. I, I don't even think my dog will eat that. <laughs> well, I don't think I've seen it anywhere else. That's a, do they actually have it at stores? I've oh never yeah, seen a pumpkin roll. Hmm. Oh yeah, I must be missing out. Yeah. It, you see, getting food from the Amish community is, is like is like getting a meal made for you by 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 an old African American woman from Louisiana. You don't say no. Whatever she cooks you, you say yes, ma'am, and you say thank you, and you wait for her to yeah. you wait for her and you wait for her to call you sugar, or honey. And the food is going to taste amazing. <laughs> oh man well that's awesome I those are that's a fun unique one we get a lot of cheesecakes and things like that but uh, oh, that, yeah. that was fun to hear this so excellent well we better start wrapping it up um, I have places to be but uh, yeah all this I got means a video for gonna... my wife as well <laughs> yeah all this means is we're gonna have you on again um, cool you know, so uh can't promise when, but I promise you will be on again. So great guest. Yeah. Yeah, which I mean that that's more than Gator said. He did, Gator's oh. never said anything about having me back on again. <laughs> now now he'll say it too, but I <laughs> <laughs> I literally heard him say WTF as he typed that into the live chat. <laughs> And I like pictured him slamming a Werther's down on the ground at the same time. <laughs> That's like my picturing it right okay, there. Okay, so now we have to have a competition. You'll be back on next week so we can get you on <laughs> Now, now I can't lose my place on two times and a hunter. I I am their, uh, uh, I'm their contest overseer over there, mm -hmm. which, uh, which actually uh, I'm in the process of uh, doing another competition over there but i'll, I'll yeah, leave the details we'll, we'll, let you, we'll let you have that yeah i mean yeah you, it's totally great to have different specialties different things you like to do in different communities uh but um you we will give you the title as true honorary guest host <laughs> okay which i i guess i guess my new uh guardian down name is going to be the gator aggravator uh oh uh oh <laughs> <laughs> all right well before we truly close out do you have um any ways that you like people to get a hold of you other than in the discord the multiple discords tell us where you are oh well, i'm 
Good golly. Let me go. Well, don't read your uh, whole Discord list of everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, you, you know. can find me. You can find me on Discord. My my name is Hawkslayer with with a three at the end and instead of an E. Uh, I'm on all the I'm on all the coolest uh, Destiny Two uh, Discords. Uh, I'm on Xbox. I'm on TikTok, which. I haven't really been on TikTok lately just because I've been working too much and I got to I have some more work videos I've been wanting to post but uh but yeah that that's about all I'm really at I I, I don't really do a whole lot of social media nowadays I, yeah. yeah like the only place I post anymore regularly is uh is Snapchat Sure, sure. But yeah, all the discords, who knows, I might follow on TikTok. I actually use that fair fair bit myself, but cool. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Let's go with Des. Where can people find you? You can of course find me in many of the discords. Uh not quite as many as Hawkslayer, but many. Um and of course can find me on Twitter at DS underscore Raven. The gag keeps going. Sin. They can find me not doing an augment webinar at 1.30 in the afternoon my time. Kingsley. Oh, God. You're that stalling that calendar? In, that showed up on my calendar the other day. <laughs> Holy I was like, cow, I should that totally, is the deep... I should totally just join you like randomly and be like, hey, I'm going to just uh, see what's going on in here. See the fun. Well, okay. Don't even use this right now, but that's a calendar I very even rarely use. And they sent it to my other email address. That's why you're seeing it. <laughs> All good. I'm like, what the hell? You're going to do an augment webinar? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Yours. All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at sin <laughs> underscore media, or of course, in the Discord next to you two lovely gents. Mike, TMZ, <laughs> Kingsley, Augment, Webinar Mac, take us out. Yes, you can find me uh, not joshing around, but uh, actually getting stuff done <laughs> all the places <laughs> as Kingsley Mac. And yes, watching uh, webinars to learn stuff about Active Directory security with the good folks over at Augment. And you can find me in the game. I occasionally stream raids, but mostly just for friends to watch. But Kingsley Mac, all the places. You can find our show on Twitter as The Guardian Hub. But more importantly, our lovely website that has everything about us. You go to theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. Thank you, Sin. Thank you, Des. And thank you, Hawkslayer, for being an amazing guest this week. Thank you, sir. And yeah, no we'll problem. I'm... Oh. oh, go ahead. Uh, I was just excited to be here. Yeah. <laughs> Take us out. <laughs> oh, I don't know how to do this, but thank you for listening to Guardian Hub, and I will, and I will talk to everybody soon. Deuces. Bye. Bye. That was perfect. <laughs>